And don't forget you can stream all of the episodes on Myco. Hello and welcome back to the She Leads the Way podcast, where we celebrate women in business and women in life. I'm your host, Nikki Bedford, and today's guest is Olia Kudenenko. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so all right. <laughs> Hi, everyone. She is the chair and founder of Tabletochki. Right. Which is, which is UK's largest charity for children with cancer. And today we're going to be talking about exactly what Olia is doing in that field, uh, life as an entrepreneur and everything in between. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm, I'm so glad that I got your name correct. Exactly. You're super fine. Thank you so much for having me here. Of course. Uh, always so glad to talk about the cause and share my experience and journey. So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Of course, of course. Well, let's start from the beginning. Could you tell me a little bit about your background, where you've come from and, and yeah. how you moved into this space? Yeah, so I had my bachelor's degree at finance, but on the first day of education, I understood that I'm not going to do finance. I'm so not into that. And mm. I started working as a PR manager in corporate field. So I had eight years of corporate public relations um, expertise. I used to work with political parties, charity foundations um, owned by family mm. in Ukraine. Uh, I did some exhibitions and had like, you know, internal communications, corporate, everything. A little bit of everything yes. out there. But when I was 23, I had this huge feeling that I achieved everything in my career. <laughs> That's it, I'm done. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I'm so, I'm, I'm so laughing right now from that, but I had this feeling that, you know, I'm doing so great. I'm ready to help. Yeah, but that's that's amazing, though. That is like the level of sass and confidence that you need in this life. I mean, 23, that's pretty great. And my salary was my salary was $1,000 per month. But I felt I'm so rich, so accomplished, you know. <laughs> I'm on the peak of the hill. And I had this feeling that I wanted to help someone. Mm. And I decided to help kids with cancer. Yes. And... I started with a simple thing. Uh, in Ukraine, there were no, um, uh, there were not available some pills, and I was traveling all over the world because of my job and because of vacations. Yes. And I started to brought pills into the country, and I thought, oh my God, this is so easy to do. Why not? Everyone is doing that. And I started posting uh, on social media about this initiative. What, what, sort of, what sort of pills are we talking? So um, at the beginning, it was uh, super simple pills from stomatitis that, okay. kids have, uh, uh, that kids having during chemotherapy. Okay. And uh, those pills costed, um, cost three euros per pack mm. and they were now available in Ukraine. And uh, kids were suffering with the wounds in, in their mouths. And it was so easy to bring into the country. It yes. was... Um, wow. Uh, you know, it was allowed, but it was not available in the pharmacies mm. there. And I thought, okay, why not everyone is doing that? And I posted on Facebook and saying to my friends, okay, please, if you're traveling abroad, buy these pills or you can donate money to me. And because I was from public relations, basically, of course, I knew how to communicate with people. Yes, of course. And step by step, I started, you know, being more and more involved in the kids with cancer problems. And I understood the biggest thing, two biggest things. Mm. First one, um, that it's so easy to solve the problem if you know how to address it, how to communicate about it. And the second, it was like, you know, it was only because I was 23. Yes. On the first month, I fundraised approximately 1,000 euros. That's great. Yeah, and I had this feeling, all problems of kids with cancer were solved. I felt so, <laughs> I'm doing so great, oh my God, why nobody even make the difference though? <laughs> I mean, you hadn't solved the entire problem, but. I had, you know, I had, 
such self-esteem and such self-belief in myself and like like you know oh it is so great nobody can do this <laughs> i love that level of self-confidence though that needs to be that's something that needs to be taught this i mean this uh, this was because of my naive nature yes and of, you know because i was so young and haven't experienced life and i think most of the people and when we're becoming more adult, more mature, mm. we are afraid to do something because we expect problems. Yes. And we know how the huge, any field we want to do and interact mm. is going to be. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, um, when you're starting, for example, your podcast, you want to be, I don't know, the best podcast to, for talking about women entrepreneurs. And you're, see, uh, you're looking for, I don't know, for your competitors or someone who are working in this yes. field. And you're saying, oh my God, they have one million followers already. I'm not going to achieve that. I just started and I have like, I don't know, 1000 followers. And this is usually stops us, stops us because we want to be at the top from the beginning mm. and we don't know anything. It's so easy to do. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, you, you don't have any, you don't have actually understanding milestones. I didn't know that $1,000 is not enough. I mean, <laughs> and it's so small and the problem is so big um, in Ukraine and um, uh, it was not enough to bring just bills. Yeah. I want to ask before you move on, um, why was it cancer that you were drawn to? So I don't have any like personal, personal story, but at first I started being volunteer at the hospital. I came to the, uh, to the hospital yes. and I was playing with the kids and I was so bad in that. I mean, I'm not an entertainer and I saw desperate moms and kids mm. with understaffed rooms, like playgrounds, but they where you know they were not modern they were not nice yeah and my picture as i remember it it was gray desperate sad and there were no hope and i thought okay i cannot change this mood and this um um and and this is this surrounding just being there mm. but i can address the problem and i can involve yeah. more people and maybe i can fix something else well I didn't know back then that survival rate for kids with cancer in Ukraine was only 50% comparing to developed countries like USA, Canada, Germany, UK, mm -hmm. it's more than 90 yeah. for, most of the, for most of the type of cancers. And then when I found out this, I thought, okay, definitely it's not enough just to bring pills. I have to expand my work. Yes. And at some point after three years of my volunteering, I understood I cannot compare my corporate job, uh, not compare, I cannot combine my yes. corporate job and my volunteering, I have to choose. And I decided to go to NGO, to a nonprofit, and doing this full time just to change this survival rate. Mm. Because at the end of the day, what matters, what results we achieved. And we did a Pretty great job. Yeah, we still have we still have things to do, but in Ukraine, I think survival rate right now approximately seventy percent, oh, wow, which is great. which well, which means it's not great. It's I mean improvement. Like, it, I mean yeah, it's if we count, it's um, seven children out of ten makes through the cancer, mm. and it was only five. Yeah. Of course, we still have place where to grow, mm. but step by step we're changing this. Yes. And um, when I started, nobody wanted to talk about kids with cancer mm. because it was like you know um not a light topic to talk yeah nobody's course. nobody didn't nobody wants to interact with the problems but we changed the attitude in the country um when i started 
it was like ages ago, uh, in 2011, it was, um, there were no websites in the country where you can donate money through the website and the credit cards. It was no regular payment that you can do online, like, you know, sign your card for subscriptions. Why do you think that is? Do you think that it was because it was a difficult conversation or why wasn't, why weren't it, why weren't people talking about it? I think many things. First of all, uh, we were a young country. We're still a young country, but back then it was only 20 years from mm. our country. And um, uh, my parents, they came from United uh, USSR. And in USSR, there were no culture of helping each other. Okay. It was all over, uh, I mean, it was overall attitude that government will fix everything. Yeah. And people expected that all problems should be fixed by the government. Yeah. Secondly, um, it was no field as um, non-profit mm. in the country. Nobody saw that it's possible to work there and to build a career there. Yeah. Nobody wanted to go to work to NGOs. And the salaries were like, you know, miserable. You cannot survive on that salary, literally, literally miserable. And it was not respectful. So I remember one of the first strategic sessions that I did after three years of volunteering with my team. I thought, okay, what do you want to achieve in my foundation? And one of the things that I wrote uh, was, I want to make prestigious to work at our foundation and I wanted to attract professionals from uh, big companies like Deloitte, Ernst & Young, uh, KPMG. Yeah. I, I, had that, I had those names in mind. And right now in my management team, I have people from KPMG, wow. uh, Deloitte, uh, Ernst & Young, you know, everywhere, from everywhere. And they want to work in our foundation just because it's prestigious and they also see result and they know that they can fix the problem. Mm. So I, I cannot explain why exactly, but it was not, it was in nobody's agenda to talk about someone's help, you know. That's so interesting. Yeah, and that's, that's what I changed in the country back then. So how long have you had your charity for? 12 years. 12 years, and yeah. how did that come about? Was it that you left? Because I left at some point, I understood that I couldn't, I couldn't com com uh, combine both works. Yes. And um, I saw how many things we have to fix. Yeah, so uh, I created it. Yes. And if, uh, this is the thing, people want to fix social injustice mm. and social problems, um, but they don't want to do this like as a full-time job. Yeah. I mean, not in the US, in the US it's totally different. But uh, in Ukraine, it was like that. We want to be volunteers, but we don't, uh, and we want to fix the problems, but we want to do it uh, at a free time, yeah. we don't have a work, which like, I don't know, one hour a day. It, it never works like that. The problem is huge. It was created by people or by nature or somehow. Yeah. And you have to um, devote your best intentions, your best minds, all your efforts to fix it. Yeah, well, you are a, an incredibly special human because not only have you, you knew that you wanted to give back to people or you wanted to help people from such an early, early age. And the fact that you weren't even close to anyone that had experienced cancer. Usually, you know, people would move into that field having had that direct experience, but the fact that you hadn't and then you moved into this realm is a clear indication, well, firstly, you're a special person, but secondly, that you were obviously put on this earth to do that. Do you feel that way? No. Okay. <laughs> if I will feel that way, it will, you know, blur my mind mm. to be more concentrated on what can I do more. I will yes. wear some, I don't know, 
crown and say that like you crown. wore a crown since 23 <laughs> <laughs> you gave yourself that crown <laughs> this is i mean this is so funny to um remember this right now and like you know to analyze i'm thinking how brave i was because what i'm seeing like right now where can i move yes and i see how big the problem is i'm scared because yeah. you know it won't be the easy way easy way to go and mm. if somebody told me at the beginning that you know it won't take you in a year it will take you 10 years to change you will fight different yeah like you know fights you will face different problems it will be really hard to manage what you're gonna yeah. to accomplish what you're gonna yeah, accomplish of course. i would be scared and right now because i have this experience and i know that it's gonna you know nobody's way or path is easy nobody's mm. but we usually see the end i mean not the end but when people we usually see people and see their uh see their results and we see like them at this moment and mm. we're thinking oh i want to be there but i don't want to go all this yeah. what they face all of this <laughs> period can we just cut that out yeah i just want to be on twitter's floor yeah. right away <laughs> corner office <laughs> can you tell me i want to pivot and talk about mindset um because being 23 and thinking that you've already conquered the world is incredible because usually at that age you have the highest level of self-doubt. Uh, as women, particularly, we struggle with that level of self-confidence. What advice would you give to women that are struggling with that self-confidence? First of all, I believe that everyone struggles. I struggled in different, mm. you know, in a, in a different ways. Yes. But also, I truly believed when we are focused on ourselves and mm. on our self-struggles, we are just like, you know, like boiling in the same things. Yes. We're not bringing anything new. We're thinking, oh my God, I'm not good enough there. I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not professional enough, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm yes. not, I'm not uh, in the best relationship I could have, mm. you know, like different spheres. And when we're thinking and concentrating about this all the time, we are not appreciating what we have already and we're not moving forward. Yeah. So I'm just like, usually says to my, say, say to myself, stop this, you know, thoughts, just mm. stop it, stop. And I, I try not to think it, overthink it all yeah. the times, you know. Um, as, you may, as you may know, I, I'm new in the US, I just moved like a year ago. And of course, I don't have the same level of life that I have in Ukraine. And I don't have career achievements here as I have back home. Yes. And some days, I'll be honest, I woke up and thinking, oh my God, I'm so not successful. I'm not there. I've been already one year in New York and I haven't achieved, yeah. I don't know. I'm not in this yeah. uh, 20th floor with the corner of your office. And I don't have all this recognition that I, have in, that, that I had back in Ukraine. And I just say to myself, stop it. When yeah. you're focused on this one, you're not moving anywhere. And also, I know from uh, research that our brains underline negative th negative things three times like higher and like you know more visible than a great thing so when something bad happens to you you have to find three good things that happen to is that right to balance it out to balance it out so yes i'm trying to say to remind myself loudly literally every day you know you have a you have house you have a good body yes. i mean like yeah, in the house one, you have a daughter who is in a great school. You ha you achieved already this, this, yes, and that. Yes. And like I'm trying to focus on every little good things because bads are seen as a huge mm. disastrous, you know. Yeah. And and I think also in your case, you would you should think, what would my 23 year old self think? 
I, I think she, she did the boss. Like, I think she didn't think like properly. <laughs> she was just doing, and this is and this is the key. I was not thinking properly. You know, I was just doing. And I think when we're putting ourselves out, um, yeah, we have a possibility to achieve something. Yeah, definitely. Not 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 focusing on our self-struggling. Yeah, you, you know, it's not the object of something. Yeah, of course. So having the business now for 11, 12 years, you would have gone through so many ups and downs. A lot of the She Leads The Way listeners, a lot of them are thinking about launching their own businesses or they've just launched their own business. What advice would you give to women that are looking to launch their own business? Just do it. Just do it? Just do it. I mean, think properly and go and risk there. I truly believe that we are overthinking everything. And especially when we are focused, and I think this is entrepreneur's um, as, uh, mindset. You have to go and to risk. You won't be successful all the time. You will fail for 100%. I won't be optimistic. You will fail. But if you won't try, you will never do it. Yeah. And I'm thinking that we are super concentrated right now. How to make it right? How not to make a mistake? How to be sure that this specific action will give this specific results mm. no guarantees we we don't know what's going to happen nobody knows we didn't know about covid we didn't yeah. know about i mean in my case we're in ukraine so just do it and you will see and you will navigate it and when you are open to all possibilities you will definitely meet new you know new ways to solve something yes. or to achieve something so i'm trying to be focused like in my dreaming and like uh, results I want to achieve this and that, or even better, because we don't know what's going to happen. No. We, we, we don't know. And like, this is a reality. Just try it and see. It works it for you or no. I listened to your previous podcast uh, with Irina yes. Zagreba. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And she changed so many, you know, spheres and fields where she worked. Mm. She was just trying. She yes. didn't know what she would like. Because sometimes I'm reading something, and I'm pretty sure most of the women and people do this, and thinking, oh, this is great, I'm going to try this. It can be in restaurant, it can be in some activity. And we're trying this, and we don't like it at yeah. all. You know, this is not our thing. So the same with the career, the same with the business. You, might, you may envision yourself in some field, you're starting it, it's not your field. But when you're doing something, you have an inspiration to try the new things. Yeah. You know? And also, I truly believe, and in my experience, that inspiration and creativity come from work. Mm. When you're concentrating something, you're thinking about it, and like doing, you have more ideas to try. Yes. You have more insights, and you have like, you know, your like ear is more focused to hear right things that you are looking for. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know right? exactly what you're talking about. So when about. you're working on like, for example, podcasts, I think you can share that. You have more ideas yeah. that, that will bring you. Well, when you're when you're so focused and you're actually putting in the work, sometimes when you're worried, you'll stop. But actually what gets you out of it is doing. You need to create action. Because even just doing the littlest thing or researching for 15 minutes will spark that little level of creativity exactly. and innovation. Yes, yes. That's so I couldn't agree more. And it's funny because it's the hardest thing sometimes is when you're overthinking because you just think, oh, I don't even know what to do. It stops you. Then it stops you. But just do something, exactly. anything. Exactly. I think that our overthinking blocks our creativity and blocks our action. Mm. So 
and you 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 will never know what's gonna happen and what's gonna stop you or where uh, the way will be you know uh, highway you know so yeah. I mean, <laughs> you never know what will take exactly. off yeah exactly exactly I have so many stories um, funny stories where I met people like occasionally like this elevator pitch you know that yes. everyone is talking about uh, yes and it just happened because I would. I was out there. I was writing to meet these people, and like I knew. I mean, I, of course, I read it, Google something, <laughs> but I was ready to present and to talk to them. And I, if if I would think of how to meet them, yeah. how to be there, it will never happen. No, it never will. You just have to throw yourself out there, and half the time they're probably thinking the same thing. No one really has everything figured out, and people do have a level of empathy these days that they understand because they've been through it as well. Especially other business owners. Exactly, and also. I think this this thing is particularly familiar to women. We are so afraid that other people will talk about us yeah. and what they're gonna think about us and how they will, I don't know, some kind of gossip, yes. you know, like, you know, talking about us. Yes. And when I was going through divorce, I was so afraid what people gonna say mm. about me and how it will impact my, I don't know, career. I yes. Mean, <laughs> um, yeah. It won't impact my career at all. No, but of course but not. I, w- I was thinking about this. I was yeah. afraid of this. And my great friend, she said to me, let's discuss how long we're discussing other people when we're talking with you. Even if we know that someone has a divorce, yeah. how, my, how much time it takes us for, to discuss this news? Exactly. And no one cares. Exactly. Because people, are, people care about themselves exactly. more. I completely agree. Even when I started this um, podcast, I just did it. I thought to myself, I'm just going to do it. And I did it. But I was so overcome with, what am I doing? (laughs) Do I even know how to speak? Will anyone want to listen? And all of those thoughts of this insecurity sort of comes to the surface. But then I I think to myself, I'm like, well, I'm actually wanting to do the right thing by people. Like I actually have a purpose here. So who cares? It's bigger than you. And it's bigger. Exactly. And it's, and so... As soon as you sort of do it, then you realize that it's more important to do what you're doing than to worry about people and what they may think. And And now I don't care. Yeah, exactly. So. And also, I love this trick that I always do with myself. Tell me, what is it? (laughs) I want want, like, you know, my mind is circling and circles and saying some bad things to me. Yes. Like, I don't know, this project will fail. You will never find a new project or whatever. You will never fundraise this amount of money. Yeah. I stopped myself by asking one simple question. Are you sure? Mm, yeah. Are you 100% sure? And nobody, like, nobody can be sure for 100%. No. So this is just literally, you know, trick your mind, trick yeah. your brain to stop it from, you know, yeah. cir- circles. I do the exact same thing, except when I am saying something negative, I will just stop myself and say the opposite. Like, just the opposite, because it's about the repetition and the more that you say something, the more you'll start to believe it as well. Exactly. So if you exactly. start to believe it, it'll happen. If you believe, oh, I can't do it, then you won't be able to do it because you truly believe that. So that's everything that you're putting out there. Your effect um, and your impact on what you're doing will be the same. So if you say, I can, or I am great at this, I am a good public speaker, I am a great friend, then those things will come to fruition as well. Exactly. So, you know, we, we just shared all our secrets. So everyone, yes. will, achieve it. <laughs> when our, well, everyone will achieve success. Yes, everyone will achieve, will achieve yeah. success. Lastly, I wanted to know, um, what is the future for you and the business? So, I don't know right now. I, I'll be honest. Uh, last year, when the war started in Ukraine, I was just about to start building a hospital uh, mm. for kids with cancer in Amazing. Ukraine. 
Um, and for nine days, I was the happiest person in the in the world. For nine days? Nine days, because on 15th of February, I received the first commitment gift for $20 million out oh. of 65. And in nine days, Russia invaded Ukraine. Oh. So, yes, but those nine days, I was really oh, happy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, you would have been so happy. That would have been the nine days of, yeah. I wonder if nine is a day, a number of significance for you. It would, well, it is now. <laughs> um, but then the war started, we started to evacuate kids. We evacuated more than uh, 1,500 children to 16 countries. Yes. They continue treatment. So the charity uh, works as, as usual. We support 500 families yeah. per month. And uh, we work with hospitals, so we support uh, with education, doctors and nurses in Ukraine. But talking about me personally, I don't know. Mm. I, 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 I want to try myself here in New York, yes. different fields. Uh, I want to try working here in nonprofit. So I'm looking for the job. It's definitely a new, uh, new market. Yes. I'm continuing fundraising for Ukrainian kids with cancer. I have an NGO here, uh, Kids of Ukraine, uh, th that are registered in the States to continue my operation yeah. and what I'm doing for 12 years. You know, yeah. I just cannot stop it. <laughs> Already, it's like, you know, I'm riding this high. Yeah. You, you, you committed to this now. <laughs> exactly, for 12 years I've been. Um, but yeah, I want, I want to discover myself in a different yeah, uh, circumstances. Idea. You know, I'm thinking if my life had this turn that I'm here, which was unexpectedly for me, I need to gain new experience. Mm -hmm. I need to try. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'll find new problem that I want to solve. And yes. I'm so naive and thinking that one small thing will change yeah. the whole. But it would have changed it a little bit at least. Yes, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. So I'm, I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying to be open right now to everything that are going through me. Yes. To find proper place where I can um, show all my talents and uh, use all my experience. Mm. To change the world Amazing. i'm thinking like you know many top many fields needs our improvement yes so. they do yeah they definitely do no i'm so excited for you and i'm so grateful to have you on the show thank, thank you, you for joining me thank Olya. you we were here with olia Olya and i'm nikki that's at least the way podcast we'll see you next time bye <laughs> <That was fine. laughs> thank you